Hey guys, and welcome back to Tom and Talk, uh, the Game 1 NLDS Recap Edition. I'm here with my uh, buddy and co-host, Hunter. Esteemed colleague, you mean? Yes, esteemed colleague. <laughs> yeah, I think we all feel about the same. I mean, uh, Morton had a masterful game up into that seventh. Yeah, yeah. He made one, I mean, uh... And that's all it takes is one mistake. Well, and that walk, the walk right before it hurt us. But, um, you know, the way I, I thought about it, it's like, uh, he pitched a great game, but we've got to score more runs than that either way. Like, if, if that one mistake, one swing beats us, then we're not scoring enough runs anyways. Well, Jock Peterson was our only, you know, I mean. Well, you know, he is Mr. October after all. Yeah, it, it, he's proven he's going to have to be in the lineup. Well, I, I want Rosario in there as well, but he's proven he's got to be in the well, lineup. Well, Peterson's clutch in the playoffs, so you got to go with the clutch player. Yeah, yeah, you you got to go with the hot hand and – yeah, we gotta we we gotta go we gotta go with him, and then that way we'll have Rosario on the bench. Uh, I think it's gonna be a real problem if we do manage to, uh, you know, win this series, move on. Our bench is a very suspect, and now it makes a lot more sense why they were uh, pondering on bringing up Langoliers and all that. It also makes you wonder. Um, Contreras, uh, if 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 you're if the game's down to two outs, there's runners in scoring position. All you got to do is base knock. Game's tied at least. Would you? Uh, you got Adrianza, Arcia, Contreras as your three ma- and Heredia. Okay, out I'm of those Heredia. Four, uh, you're going Heredia. Uh, yes, I am. Uh, uh, keep in mind, Hater. So it's got to be somebody that can catch. Uh, the reason I want Contreras, even though he's a rookie, he's young, he's not got much experience in that. I, I need somebody that's young and can catch up to that fastball. And I, I, I RC has just got too many holes in his swing. That, that's what. As soon as I walked up there, I was like, okay, well, this and, is likely a strikeout. And not to mention. You know, he played for that team. It didn't end up – I don't think it ended up being a strikeout. But um, Not to still, mention he played yeah. for the team, and they do know his tendencies. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, not – yeah, not so to mention he's already been a the last person up there is a guy that knew his tendencies. Yeah. I would probably either stick with Heredia or Contreras. And what sucks is uh, we let one of the Brewers' hottest hitters beat us. He's the one that beat us, uh, Telez. You know, he he he's the one that's got power. He's the scariest power bat on that team. Like, other than uh, Willie Adamas and you know Escobar. Escobar's Obviously. more of a pure hitter type guy. But um, yeah, Telez. He's the guy that you know hits bombs. <sighs> well, yeah. I've got to say this: at least we have Freed on the mound tomorrow. And like you said earlier, when we were just talking. I hope they do what the Red Sox did to even it up. Make a statement. 
Yeah, we don't even have to score 14 runs. I'll no, I, I, I'll settle for uh, the six that the Rays got. Because uh, I, 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 yeah. I believe we can handle it with just that. But, yeah, 14 to six, Boston over Rays. So, one and one in that series. We've got Houston White Sox. Houston up Houston's up 2 0. Which we kind of seen that in coming. Yeah, uh, Kyle Tucker, after having a rough game one, came back in game two uh, with two run homer. I believe he done more. That's just what I know for well, sure. And then uh, Alvarez with another RBI double. As far as the White Sox, uh, you know, you know, I keep an eye on uh, Eloy Jimenez and Luis Robert. Luis Robert had a nice RBI hit. Other than that, really not much to talk about with the White Sox. Well, actually, there is something to talk about. Maybe not with the White Sox, but let's go with the Red Sox. Now, this is where you know how much I love pitching because they used to be a pitcher. I enjoy it. I think there's a beauty to it. And, you know, if you're a true baseball fan, you see the beauty in the game, period. But Chris Sale the once dominant pitcher goes one inning still dominant well you know he's just coming back from TJ so what do you expect he's going to be a little rusty but you know he goes one inning and they're down 5 nothing in the first and they roar back for the second start in a row yes Chris Sale start in a row well I guess, I guess they need to let him pitch because uh, apparently even when he's doing crappy, they come back. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's a good luck charm. <sighs> Lord, that's a rough way to win games. The hey, that's that, that's looking at the positive, man. But um, another interesting yeah. fact is, um, do you know the reason that Lu- uh, Lupo or uh, Lublo. Jo- Jordan Lupo Lupo? Damn it, Lupo Lupo. It's- yeah, Jordan Lupla is how I've heard it said. I believe. Oh, yeah. well, Maybe I'm wrong. But anyways, the irony in all this is um, he's not a first baseman, really. He's not great defensively at first base. The Rays have many other people that could put at first base that would uh, cover that position better. But they opted to put Lupla in there because of his bat. Well, he came through first inning against Chris Sale. Grand Slam. <sighs> Rays, where's your pitching at? This this was, was what I was worried about. You only had two starters left, two healthy starters, both rookies. Uh, uh, Shane McClanahan had, I think, uh, one or two appearances last year in the um, playoffs. Never played a regular season game until this year. Same with Shane Baez, and he pitched well from what I've what I've seen, but did not see the whole game. It's just interesting. Like um, I I, th- I have a feeling their pitching's not enough this year. Well, and like like I said, since we're on the subject of pitching, you got to look at Webb with the Giants. That masterful oh yeah performance, great game. great game. seven and two thirds, ten strikeouts. You can't beat that. Yeah, and um, Bueller he 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 walked out for the seventh inning. He ended up only pitching six uh, and one third. And Bryant knocked him out. Yeah, Bryant 
solo shot knocked him out to make it 3-0 Giants and then uh, later on Crawford put the nail in the coffin 4-0 yeah it's <sighs> Giants came out with a big statement game and shut them out not just one but they shut them out and, um, and they knocked out one of their best pitchers yeah, well, that's yes. what I'm – Walker Buehler, yeah, I mean, he's arguably their ace over Scherzer or anybody. And, um, yeah, yeah, they uh, – I didn't see who scored the first runs. I'd be curious to see that, but – um, It was 4 nothing, so it's uh, – it was Yeah, but some before Bryant and Crawford um, home run, somebody Posey. scored two Posey before actually. I clicked it on there. No, Posey's actually the one that got it started. Did – what like a two RBI double or a homer? Uh, I think it was a homer solo. Okay, okay. So seems like seems like his problems the home run ball then. Does sound like well it. Uh, he didn't give up the one to Crawford, so we can't blame that that one on him. No, but, that um, was their bullpen. Yeah, but I've got to say this that the, the uh, I forgot his name, but I was telling you he looks like Mario. Yeah, yeah, I, I've, and I've not seen him. Did you see before, the but yeah. Did you see the animation with him? No, no. I mean, you're down four nothing, and you're you're fist pumping. Oh no, that that's that that it's not oh, no, what you're was, thinking about. That's Bruce Star Gratterall. Uh, yeah. Okay, but the next guy, he's really animated. He's getting really pumped up, which is a good thing as a pitcher. Yeah, yeah. Well, but, he done his job. That's why he was pumped. The, oh, yeah. the team might not have been I mean, doing I'll, their I'll job. I mean, I admit, you know, yeah, old dude before him was throwing 101 miles an hour whereas he was throwing 96 and his his stuff looked nope. just as nasty <sighs> yeah it, it's the movement cool. he had on that ball was amazing it, it's wild how um how how Gratterall looks like he's just like me and you passing playing toss in, put, passing in the front just yard playing toss from 40 feet away just throwing 25 mile an hour making it look like it's 102 like it which is literally about all i can do now with my back yeah i I mean i've just never seen anything like that i mean um the movement does vary because we've seen it kind of switch a bit like he was much more effective when he first came in uh to the bullpen uh he got hit around in 20 uh 2020 and the first of this year but uh you had to know either way whether he's getting hit around or not that he was going to figure it out with that 101 mile an hour effortless pitch that you know he's going to figure it out as a reliever i mean it was a given i mean the guy has good stuff and when we were watching him and the movement you remember the pitch down low in the zone i mean that was that was superb the movement on that ball was amazing yeah I mean, um, Charlie Morton's fastball today was unlike I've ever seen it. What before. was it? Ninety six, ninety seven. He's throwing ninety seven mile an hour, and the ball was skirting like, like. So had like really it had moment. a the ball had a whole other agenda. It was going like in a, it, it was about to take flight in another different direction. Well, I mean, I'm down with that. We almost hit a guy too. I, I, I'm trying. Let's say who was up to bat. It might have been Adamus, but um, and we ended that at bat with a strikeout because um, he threw a ball that was really it was ninety six ninety seven, and it it you would think it was gonna end up like a a foot 
like uh, right in front of his chest, like a little bit high, and it just kept going and went like, you know, inches from his head. And then the very next pitch, he comes back with an off-speed pitch and drops it right down the middle. Like, you know, once you've been, you know, buzzed off the plate oh, with 97, definitely. then uh, Charlie knew, like, oops, didn't mean to do that. But I'm about to drop one on him that he's not expecting here. Because, you know, and that was beautiful. But, yeah, I've never seen Morton with his uh, with his fastball have that type of movement. Well, when when they signed him this year, they had noticed that uh, the velocity had went up about uh, two miles per hour. And so he was throwing 96, 97 the whole season. Just feeling himself, like finally being healthy yeah, is a he, big thing he, for him. He looks yeah. like a whole different type player. But, okay, I would And he also has that job security for the next two years. Ye, what, for the next year, yeah. Or next year. Well, if he has a good season next year, they'll retain him. I, I have a feeling after he gets another – they, they might, but after another $20 million, I think, because he's already at the stage of wanting to retire. Well, no, I think I mean, after he, another $20 million, he'll be ready to dip well, out. Well, I'm pretty sure that after this year, next year, and the possibility of a – It's according to how close we are uh, in his mind to going all the way. Exactly. Yeah, and, he ain't gonna stick around for us to just get knocked out in the first round again. Well, exactly. I mean, that's 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 kind of the. But that's the least of our worries at this point. We got him for next year. <laughs> yeah, and that's necessary to have that veteran presence there. <clears throat> twenty twenty mils high, but he is a top. Uh, do you know how much they paid Cole? Yeah, well, Hamels I, I know, year, I know. Eighteen mil, and the guy pitched an inning. I I know, I know. One inning and i thought that sign was stupid in the first place i thought it was high i didn't think it was stupid because we oh, would have well, definitely it, took garrett cole too i could care i would have rather had garrett cole well i mean of course cole well, oh well then cole hamels yeah well, dude what i was what do you mean no what i was telling you was <laughs> yeah this. we'd rather have garrett cole no. than uh what we get out of maybe not even two starts the cole uh, hamels didn't even get two starts we got like like a uh, like couple innings three innings tops and then the next luckily, day on, luckily the next we day didn't the DL. Uh, we uh his contract was 18 mil luckily uh i think we got out of paying 12 mil of that well if the dude doesn't do but one star i, don't I think we should pay maybe I, a million i'm not I, yeah i'm i'm not sure exactly what it was that you know uh made it that way but we got lucky there well i mean don't get me wrong, man. Hamels was a great pitcher when he was with the Phillies. No, Hamels is it. Well, he even done good with the Rangers. That's the reason we and gave him that money. That's, and the Cubs. That's the reason we gave him eighteen mil. Well, I still think that's a little high. For that him was too. high for him either way. But the point is, we what, only paid Char- Charlie twelve million dollars, well, man. What, but once you get to that point to where you're established, you've been in a league ten years and all that. Like, uh, even if you're not elite 20 mil, 18 mil worth, you know, you, you still cost that because you're, you've, you, you've set a precedent with your, you know, your, performance your yearly salary too. You, you know, you're not, you, if somebody said, yeah, we'll give you a uh, six mil. We think you're worth that. Come pitch with us. And even if that was the highest offer, he'd probably be like, 
or Morton specifically would have been like, yeah, I think I'm going to retire. Yeah, I think I'm going, yeah. I've yeah. done enough. He was ready to last year. I mean, oh, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it's the, a, it's the a good time. to come back to the team that drafted him. He feels good, apparently, too, or he wouldn't have signed that because I feel like he feels that he's going to be capable of contributing the same way this, as he did this year, next year. Well, I want you, I want you to take a, take a look at something, too. You know, Wainwright's 40. Yeah. Different and, type of pitcher, though. Well, no, different type of pitcher. But he he's always improved with age. He's adapted with he's age. Ad, yes, he's adapted with age because he lost that fastball. So he had to develop some off-speed stuff. Always had it, but uh, all of I'm a sudden you, you got to start relying on it. You got to rely more on it. Yeah, exactly. But anyways, who says that someone getting up there in that age, right, can't pitch anymore they all technically could uh somebody in my mind that's not necessarily that old but is that type of pitcher dallas keichel i actually like keichel i like keichel too but um I, i know that before the white Sox houston series started those questions like uh what keichel what like what he can't be – he's not the type of guy you bring in I don't, I uh, I out of the bullpen. I'm sorry, but I don't even understand how that's a question. He's a starter. Yeah, but just like Smiley for us. Okay, well – He's there Smiley. Okay, I'm sorry, but Dallas Keuchel is way better He's than there Smiley. Smiley, except for uh, Smiley's a lot better than Keuchel right now. That is sad to hear. Well, that's, that's <clears> my point is that uh, Keuchel isn't quite as old as Wainwright – but he's in a similar situation to where he's got to figure out what his – how if he wants to continue pitching in the big leagues successfully, he's got to figure out something different because I mean, he has no – you know. I mean, hell, David Price was in the daggone bullpen. Still is, dude, isn't he? That's such a great weapon to have out of the bullpen. Well, yeah. Um, I, I've not seen it yet. I've, I've not you – know, like I said – well, other than the wild card tonight was the first half no, Dodgers. No, I have actually seen him come out of the pen. He's oh no, bad. I no, I know during the regular season he came out of the pen. Yeah, and that's a great weapon to have out of the pen. Is uh, you know, no doubt Price. I'm not sure what his fastball is hitting at now. I feel like it, it's if, low nineties. It's ninety three, ninety four. Okay, okay. Well, I mean, e- either way, during the course of a regular season. Even if it's not a high leverage guy, like it'd be nice if he could come out there and throw 97 and still have his breaking pitches. That way he could come in and throw two innings of effective high leverage ball. But during the course of a long 162 season, it's very fucking nice to have a guy like David Price to have in your bullpen to eat innings in games that's blown. Well, and, and you know, this is what I'll say about it. One of my favorite pitchers, the guy, when I was younger, I modeled my pitching style after Smoltz, right? He was 39 years old, still throwing 100 miles an hour. Guy still had it. They don't make them like that anymore. They don't make them like a Maddox, a Glavin. I mean, Glavin is not one of my favorite players, I can already tell you that. Plus, mm. I, well, swear, it, I swear it, he's a jinx. He's a freaking jinx. <laughs> Well, I mean, he, he just—he he was similar. I kind of feel, uh, even though he's a Hall of Famer, I kind of feel like he still doesn't get quite the credit 
that he deserves when he's being compared to Smoltz and and Maddox and Maddox because uh, well nobody compares because, to, because uh, to Maddox buddy yeah but that for for God's sake going uh, nine is referred to as yeah yeah um, Maddox. he he's got his own pitching uh just like a no hitter perfect game there's yeah. the Maddox yeah yeah but um. Glavin didn't have overpower and stuff neither, and and he was able to you know just paint corners. Do you know what his fastball hit constantly? Probably a ninety four. Nope. Now I know it, at one, I know at some point he had a ninety when plus he, fastball. No, when he first started, he was at ninety four. Maddox could hit ninety seven, ninety eight. But here is the thing: Glavin did it with finesse. Well, he, yeah, yeah. I mean, know, he did it with finesse. Well, look, I, all you got to you all you got to have is an eighty nine mile per hour fastball and be able to hit your spots. Okay, well, think pinpoint about, accuracy. Think about this. Okay, if you're a pitcher coming up into the league now, say uh, a guy like a uh, Brewers Ashby, like I say, a left handed, uh, basically a starting pitcher hater with a slider, change up, all that. Or like a Garrett Crochet, like I've been, you know, yeah, uh, yeah, talking about here lately. Definitely. Another flamethrower that's got the nasty breaking stuff. Even if you're those guys, you should come into the league with the mindset of a Glavin and Maddox, thinking about painting those corners. Even with your, you know, you, you, there's times you can rear back. And overpower, get out of the inning, you know, overpower batter, sit them down. But also, it's good to be in the mindset of just constantly being a Rembrandt, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah. Just just because you're Bruce Star Gratterall throwing 101 with ease. uh, The last uh, batter we seen him throw to, he threw three pitches all in the same spot, basically. Exactly. Nobody touched it, nothing, just walked off. Like, that's nice, but you better prepare for later on in your career. Not to mention, and not to mention, it makes you a better. at the current point in your career, if you're throwing 101, but you can locate it pinpoint. Well, you look at, like, say, Chapman, right? Chapman has a blistering fastball. Yeah. I mean, nobody can throw harder than him. But here's the deal. If you ever watch him pitch, you he notice. He his pitches, and, um, and, yeah. And most of it's high. Yeah. A lot of it's high. And if he goes low, it goes in the dirt. He has very little control. You can have all the speed in the world. You can have the fastest fastball in the world. But if you can't throw it yeah. accurately, what good are you? Now, he's lucky because people panic and think that ball is going to go over the plate. So they swing trying to time well, it. Well, and arm movements have a lot to do with it, too. He also leaves himself open. Somebody like a the body open, yeah. You know? Somebody like a Rodas Chapman, his it just his presence on the mound makes you want to swing the bat when it's coming. Just you know, definitely kind of like um. That, that's also how I see a person like Chris Sale. That's why I still see him like um. His last two stars have been hard, but uh, it, when he came back before that, he looked he looked like his old old self again. I believe. I believe he's going to be, and I believe he has to be if Boston finds a way to sneak past the race. Well, 
like I said, Boston has the pitching. Not outside of a good Chris Sale. I mean, you're discounting Pavetta. Pavetta is actually a no. I am, but starter. they had to use him in Game One basically as the starter, which I thought was stupid to start Rodriguez. It should have started Pavetta to begin with. Yeah, and he would have gave you a good five, six solid innings. But you know, that's hindsight. That's hindsight. They didn't know what Rodriguez was going to do, well, and because he, he's a good pitcher in his yeah, own right. Yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, and then they've got Garrett Richards, who is a starter. Who, Dave? Um, also from Philly. Garrett Richards pitched yeah. with the Phillies. Yeah. It was Richards and Pavetta they traded. Huh. Yeah. I don't yeah. doubt it. I just don't. Philly know. made some Well, I mean, they've, ha- they've, ha- they've had 10,000 bullpen pieces in the past probably four years having to interchange back and forth. You know what I noticed tonight, though? or It was either uh, tonight or last night. Who's on the mound for Tampa Bay? Uh, wouldn't it uh, some another uh Philly uh that they paid a ton for and he pitched one inning. Guess who it was? Mayton? No, 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 no. Why do I keep thinking Mayton? Yeah, because, because it, Why do I keep thinking that? Mayton's a position player. I for know the he Phillies. is. He's not a pitcher. I know. Yeah. Okay, but now uh, who pitched? They should like trade Eflin instead of Pavetta. Who pitched one game for the Phillies? Got hurt. They paid like uh I think like. 15 mil for him, eight, 15 to 18. Came from the, he came from the Yankees, relief pitcher. Relief pitcher. Came from the Yankees in 2019, got injured in basically the first series, first series of the season. And now all of a sudden, the Rays dug him out of, they, they got a shovel, went in their fucking baseball's backyard dug him up from the ground, opened his coffin, and then threw him out on the mound, and somehow he's effective. Well, may, well maybe tonight he wasn't effective, <laughs> given uh, the score. But Let's see, Vasquez? Just, no, he's a Padre, remember? Oh, yeah, Vasquez. That's where Ariot. That's uh, right. All right, two more chances. No, I'm going I'm, I'm, I'm. You, you got to just think. Relief pitcher. Came from the Yankees. He was signed from the Yankees. Uh, Let's see. Uh, Just tell me, man. I can't get it. David Robertson. Oh, my God. How did I not get that? Yeah, they pay, but because because you never seen him pitch for the Phillies and forgot he he was even signed there. Yeah, pretty much. That's why. Yeah. I mean... But I mean, I'm not sure what he's doing with the Rays, how well he's doing, but he was out there, and that surprised me. Definitely. So, anyways, we're going to take a uh, small break to hear a word from our sponsor, Anchor, and also to let everybody know we are also being uh, put on the platform for Breaker. Breaker, Apple, um, Apple Podcast, on Spotify, uh, Google Play, Castbox, which is one of my personal favorites that I use, but I doubt many other use. That, uh, yeah, Google. You're obviously already listening to this. Tell your other baseball friends. Check us out. But yeah, we'll be right back to finish this up. 
How's it going, guys? Welcome back. So, in our closing, let's think about tomorrow. We got silver linings. We got Max Freed on the mound. If we can't win with him, if we can't get runs across, because we know he's going to give us a chance to win. If we can't get runs across the board again tomorrow, then, you know, it, we've not technically lost the series, but if it we do, we wanted to start it out. That's for dang sure. No, but if we if we can't win tomorrow with Max Freed, and we can't get runs across the board, and we do end up losing the series, then we really can't say much about it. Like, uh, you know, with your best pitchers on the mound, you got to score runs. You got to, you know. So that being said, I have I have a have a good feeling. I think tomorrow we take back game two. I think we should have had today's game, but you know. You know how that goes, shoulda, woulda, all that bullshit. So, what do you think we got to do tomorrow that we done that that we didn't do today? All right. Well, obviously we've got to cash in when we have runners in scoring position. That's one, but that's in any game you play. Uh, number two, Max Freed has to be Max Freed. He has to be shut down. He's gonna be. And you have to keep their star player the one that ended us tonight, you've got to keep him quiet. Now, I've noticed I've noticed when people pitch to him and he doesn't have success, they tend to go low and away against him. Are you talking about uh, Telez? Yes. And, uh, and. Okay. Well, I mean, he's and, a lefty power hitter. You go yeah, away against yeah, him uh, with uh, a slider. Obviously, obviously, obviously. But then he tends to like a little bit of the high stuff, so that's your punch-out pitch right there. Go up high, he's going to swing. Yeah. Just don't leave me anything over the plate. Yeah. So well, I mean, you stop him, and you uh, stop, uh, oh, gosh. Why can't I think of his name? Willie Adams. Yeah, Willie Adams. How do I forget that name? Escobar, too. And Escobar. Colton Wong. Eh. They're all cold, to be honest. But I'm more worried about but they're all very capable. Oh, they're very capable. That's the thing. They got there for a reason. But all They've you just have been to cold do here lately. Is have some vintage freed. Okay? And to put some runs across the board on Woodford. Which he's hittable. He's hittable. He's not Cor- damn near Burns as good as Burns. Was hittable. And well, he he he's as good as Burns as far as getting the same result but as far as a W. But it's stuff it. But his movement isn't exactly the same. Well, see, Burns is deceptive. His but, movement is deceptive. Okay, but here's the difference with Woodruff. I think that he's going to come out and be slightly more composed than Burns was. Because Woodruff has more playoff uh, starts and experience with that. I'm sure that. <clears throat> but that, and you get, like you said, you got to get the offense going. Which means Riley has to get going. Freeman has to get going. We can't just rely on Mr. October, Jock Peterson. Yeah, Riley came through with a base knock in the ninth inning tonight, man. Oh, and by the way, when you're in the ninth and you've got two on with one out, you best score. But, of course, the Braves did what they generally do, which is tease us. Did you say no out or one out? It was one out, wasn't it? Yeah, it was, yeah. We had one out, first and second. Duvall, just you know, swinging bunt. Yeah, 
and then uh, their catcher throws it straight to second. Really close play. So there's first and third, two outs, and then, of course, Arcia comes up where I would rather have anybody else. But. I would have chose Heredia. That's just my choice. I would have, I would have put in Contreras because uh, I would have put Heredia in over can over Arcia, but I would have put yeah, Contreras, Contreras in Heredia. just because I think that he's a young, fast, uh, it, you know what I'm saying, got quick wrist, can get around, you know, can get the bat around on Definitely. Hater, Definitely. you know. Uh, yeah. Uh, but – it's not necessarily a bad decision because we only have but so many choices when it comes to our bench. Well, you know, this is the thing I'm going to say. And that bothers me. Okay, so I know we criticized Snit for his use of the bullpen. Yeah. But you've got to give him credit. He's actually done a hell of a job with what he had. Oh, he's done a great job over the course of the season. Yeah. And not just over the season, over the years. This is oh, a yeah. man that they brought up as a bridge but the players liked him so much that even when he was only winning 60 games, they went to bat for him. Yeah, and well, it also and, helps hey, that and they performed. And Hart, they wanted to get rid of him. That one went, went so well with players, especially Freeman, well, uh, who loves him. Um, and all the players do. Let's see, when was Snit's first year? 17? It was 16. Took over Freddie. A 16, I think. Was Freddie not there 16? Got fired. I know. Think, uh, well, uh, I know three, he got hey, fired. Hey, but two weeks in, thirteen game losing streak. Two weeks. In, yeah, it's so weird firing a manager in the middle of the season like that. It, no matter how bad they're doing, because it's like and, and well, Gonzalez was pretty bad. When, when you're in a situation like that, you have to fill that position from within. There, you can't go. You know, searching from some. For some guy that's retired, like Tony Larusa or Dusty Baker, like the Astros did, and be like, well, "Hey, uh, uh, get your garden settled and feed your dogs and tell your wife you love them. You're yeah. coming to play for us. You know, you got to find somebody from now, within." I love Dusty Baker, which is what we did with Snicker. I love Dusty Baker because it's like he's the toothpick. He's always got that toothpick. It, it, it's been impressive what he's done with uh, Houston, too. Well, shoot, he did a great job better in Washington. Than I thought. He did a good job with the Reds. He didn't get credit for what yeah. he's done. Just because you're old been, school and, don't mean you don't know what you're doing. he a good manager with the Giants. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's been a good manager his whole career. Manager. He was a great player, too. That's another thing he didn't get credit for. Do you know oh, he yeah. hates La Russa? LaRue, um, that wouldn't surprise me. No, he really hates LaRusa. Yeah, I mean, uh, but I feel like do. I feel like the John. I mean, um, I feel like the White Sox hate LaRusa. I'm betting on it. Yeah, he definitely doesn't last. He de- he definitely doesn't last past this year. I don't know I about that man. He took him to the playoffs. Well. No, their talent took them to the playoffs. No, you know what I mean. And their inexperience are, is about to uh, make them. Well, I understand. Be calls for a quick exit. I understand that, but you know, he didn't not make the playoffs. Yes, yeah, Snicker did. Uh, sixteen and sixteen. Yeah, yeah I had I checked that for some reason. I was thinking <laughs> seventeen. No, because I, remember that would be a year before we got the playoffs. Went to well, I, I was thinking, I was thinking that it was the first year that we we were at Truist. No, no, we were still at Turner. 
Yeah, yeah. See, I, it, I didn't no, think dude, Snicker dude, was there when, when we was at Turner. Hey, as a matter of fact. Yeah, yeah. I remember, I remember the last game we last went to games, at Turner. Yeah. But I, for some reason, I thought Freddie was still there. At the no, we, we, uh, yeah. we went. They we, lost. Yeah, we went and watched them lose a game to the Mets. Oh, one dude, of the last games there was at Turner Field. There was a about happening in that game, too. Yeah. <laughs> and it was Frenchie. And I, who, who pitched Julio Tehran? Yeah. For us? Yeah, yeah it was Tehran. Who pitched for them? You remember? Um, I want to say it was Syndergaard. Mm, might have been, might have been. I it was either remember. him or Matt Harvey. It was one of the two. Yeah. I think we might have been more uh, halfway preoccupied with our guest. We were, sir. We yeah. Were. But uh, okay. So yeah, tomorrow it's 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 you know make it's or break, or man. It's make or break because if we lose tomorrow. That puts us in a big hole. Then I'm considering our season over. We can obviously come back and win, you know, three games. But, but what are you going to do but, here? Yeah, I mean, you're you're relying on Anderson, who, by the way, I think is a wonderful pitcher. Of course, of course. But we're not but, shitting on Anderson, but we all no, have been like watching Anderson. him pitch here lately. He he's had some good starts in between some. What's weird is he's had good stat lines in a couple uh, games that he's pitched where he still – where you watch him pitch the game and you're still not convinced that he done as well as his stat line looked like. Well, A lot of hard hit balls, not being able to place his pitches. And you mean he's not punching out That change up that he relies on so much, not being able to, you know – not being able to place it, that's a big deal for him. Like he, well, I think he's kind of like Soroka. Yeah, that's true. I mean, Soroka has to place everything to be completely effective. He's not free. He can't pull that stuff. Yeah, and uh, that's kind of... But Anderson, Anderson actually has a good fastball compared no, to Soroka. No, he does. He does. Well, they both have <clears throat> decent fastballs, but not overpowering fastballs like that. And they both rely on, you know, obviously movement and perfect placement. Soroka specifically, I mean, he, you know, specifically replies, relies, relies on pinpoint placement because the movement's not nothing extraordinary. It's just, you know, putting it exactly where I think, you know, you won't hit it by the time, by the time you're done swinging. Like we were saying, it's past. Painting a masterpiece. Yeah, and yeah, that's why they call him Maple Maddox. Yeah, definitely. He, he's a young guy that you know he can still throw hard. Probably, probably throws about the same speed that Maddox came up throwing when he first came up, like ninety six something 97, like that. Actually, yeah, something like that. And uh, but and Maddox still had it when he was older too. He never dipped below ninety four. Mm. No, seriously, he never dipped below. Well, 94. I mean, he obviously dipped below that, but he could probably reach that. No, he could still even. bring it up to ninety five, but he had to rear back hard. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. He dipped below that, but he might could rear back and reach. No, well, he would keep it like ninety three, ninety four, and then if he yeah. needed it, it was still there. Yeah, but it's like Smoltz when he pitched, right? If he was in the bullpen, he could throw one hundred one. But if he was pitching, starting pitching, it varied from ninety six to ninety eight. Because you have to take a little bit off, longer. Yeah, yeah, you gotta you know, leave stand. some gas in the tank. Definitely. Mm. But anyways, I think hopefully the bats will come alive tomorrow. Uh, technically today. Yeah. 
And uh, hopefully we'll get the result we want. I definitely don't want to see us go down 2-0 because we needed a split. That's what we need is a split yeah, and yeah. to take it to truest. Yeah. Uh, all I wanted was a split when we went there. So uh, and obviously the wanted to win game one and then maybe lose game two see, if we I had to. Right but because you want the if lead. it goes the opposite way, at least we got the momentum going into the next game. Which Especially is if we can come out and – Show them what an offense really is, and crank ten runs or oh, something. Be nice, yeah, be nice. yeah, and show them like, look, if you put anything out there that's not perfectly placed, we can, you know, crush it. That uh, Solaire, that ball he hit today, that was whew, so close to being a home. Like, if it was anywhere, if it was hit just fifteen degrees to the left. Or so it's gone, but it's just hit. Well, you just, but you know, you hate what to if, see a so masterful uh, pitching performance yeah. go to a waste. Yeah, yeah. And he was and having one. Of people those. were questioning him why we would start Morton over Free. Are you kidding me? Well, that's pe- obvious. Yeah, well, people were saying that because, well, for one, because of the postseason experience he has and all that. Yeah, but it's obvious. But people were saying like, uh, you know, Freed's been the best pitcher in baseball. 1.74 ERA since the uh, the second half. Since the second half, yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, he's been really impressive. If he had literally pitched this way all season, he would be... But the the reason you got to put him possibly pitching the first game is because, which I'm glad we didn't now because we weren't going to score anyways, apparently. And Freed would have gave up the two runs just the same as Morton. He would have. And, um... But the thing is, it, Freed could have pitched, you know, if we pushed to game five, he could have pit, pitched twice. And now yeah. Morton's going to pitch twice, which I don't mind uh, him being the one pitch well, twice neither. Technically, but, technically, Freed could come back on three days rest. That, well, technically, that you, who knows? But, technically, it would be, yeah, it would be three. But I don't mind seeing Morton again. I'm just saying if you pitch Freed, you know, game one, you can assume you can have him for game five if you get that far. Let's see what I want to see here. And this is just me, right? I would rather Morton pitch. He's got the experience. He is a master in the playoffs. He went seven innings. Beautiful pitching. And like I said, that fastball, look, it, it was... It, nine, six, nine, seven. Miles. Not just not the mile per hour. It, it's the it, movement. It, it's what it looked like. It it, it was not... And, and just every single batter that stepped up to the plate... uh. First pitch, uh, off speed, 85 mile an hour, right in the lower quadrant, middle, low, right, just right right there at the line of being a ball, but clearly a strike. Strike one, like that was every batter. And then 97 into one of the corners, strike two. Like he was getting ahead of everybody. He done really well. And then he had one inning where he just kind of went all over the place and started walking like – I'm not sure what happened to him that end. Look, I'd rather someone yeah. smack a homer than you walk somebody. Yeah, he just got what well, would have been the same outcome because you know walk somebody and somebody hit a home run, it's two well, runs, well, so it might know, as well have no, been I'm two saying, solo no, shots. I'm saying I'd rather someone hit a home run. Yeah, yeah. And it might not have been the same thing if old dude had, uh, you know, hit the home run. Who's to say Morton wanted to change his uh, style up with the next uh, batter? Mm. 
Yeah, it's, it's hard to tell. Cause I mean, some, we can, some, we can guess about it now, but that didn't... Well, sometimes there might be a walk where you threw a strike and it was ball four. You mean like the other night? That happens plenty. Yeah, so, okay, would you rather somebody throw strike three and it'd be called ball four or somebody hit a home run? Strike three called ball four. But there could also be a pitch that's uh, ball four in the dirt and somebody uh, crank a home run off of it. So, I mean, it goes both ways. You I could call, say, call, you could say the golf way. swing. But normally walks are seriously They're frowned detrimental. upon. In, in this, yeah, in this, uh, in this household, walks are inexcusable. Especially in the 7th, 8th, and ninth. Especially in the ninth. Burns, see, that's the thing with Burns. He started out with like three walks really quickly. If we just got that first run in, man... I think it would have changed the tide. Well, I mean, it def- it, well, he was – well, I can't say he was rattled because he, he came rattled. back out and and pitched well. But, I mean, the next inning, it, he was still throwing a little bit all over the place. And I don't know. I mean, we, we, we simply did, just didn't do our job at the plate, period. We did not. And uh, we can do that today against – and well, it, it also helps too. Once, like, a say you're getting ready to go out there today. If the day before you just faced somebody better than the guy you're about, about to face, face, then all of a sudden things seem a little bit easier. You know, what I mean, which it's hard to say Burns is better because Woodruff, in the long run, might end up being the better pitcher, and he's got more experience being a better pitcher. But I mean. This year, we'll say, yeah, and yeah. move and movement wise. Now, with the uh, <clears throat> the guy that broke his hand, Devin Williams. Devin yeah. Williams, yeah. Um, basically, they were talking about Hater having to go more than one one in or so, right? Yeah, if it come down well, to you it, you know he what Hater said to um, one of the athletics reporters, the uh, that writes for the athletic. Yeah, yeah. He said. That would be unfair to ask me to do that. He said, I haven't done that in two years. My mind and my body are trained to go one inning. That was his response to that. And he's apparently having a little bit of trouble doing that because if it wasn't for the fact that we didn't have a pinch hitter to put out there and Duvall had a swinging bunt, then then this is an easy tie ball game. I mean, our first two real hitters that walk up to the plate get on base. I mean... He's not lights out anymore, but he is solid. Oh, he's solid. I'd definitely love to have him, but, I mean, obviously. If we we could get him next year, I'd be pretty happy. Yeah, contract-wise, I think he's probably only got one. Anyways, never mind. That's not happening. No, it's not. We have Simon Freeman. Yeah. yeah. Basically, what I'm saying is um, he's not going to go two anymore. No, but if it comes down to a clinching game in the game five, they might try to stretch him. But I think after what they've seen today and after what they've seen a couple appearances before today in the regular season, I highly doubt they try to stretch him for two. I hope not. Yeah, I I think they would elect to go for uh, a fresher arm, even if he's not quite, you know, 
as effective in their heads. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, and by the way, guys, if um you want to join us on Twitter, we're at talk um underscore Tama on Twitter. So if you want to join us there, we'd love to have you. Trying to get some more followers. Yeah, I don't even think I've subscribed yet. I'm not. I'm not a Twitter guy. I had. I had to, well, I hate Twitter, dude. Yeah, I really do. But I had to. I had to log in just to be able to do that myself. But yeah, we 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 got to grow somehow. And uh, you know, you anybody that's actually been listening to this from the past few episodes can tell that uh, we're trying. We're slowly getting a little bit better at this. Slowly getting our audio a little bit better. And uh, finally figured out the mic thing with yours. And also having a lot more fun with it. Uh, now that it's, we, you know, we feel like it's just a conversation back and forth. I mean, this is basically like we're chilling normally without the mics. Yeah, yeah. And that, that feels a lot better. At, when we first started, we had one mic that we were having to switch back and forth. So it felt like we were interviewing each other. I mean, we, we had the mics. We just couldn't figure out how to hook them up and... And get them working right. And both yeah. of us were a little nervous, I'm not going to lie. But it's been fun. Oh, yeah. And hopefully the, the season continues past uh, uh, the next four uh, days. Yeah, hopefully we can hit you back tomorrow with some better news. But if if it does end, it's been a good ride, but we will still be talking baseball. And oh, yeah. we'll be keeping you updated on the uh, transactions the Braves make, and what other teams have been doing. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, I mean, uh, if we get knocked out, this definitely ain't over. I'm a Braves fan, but I'm a baseball fan. And uh, we're going to be looking at the Dodgers and Giants. That series is going to be extremely interesting. We're going to be – if the Giants can get past the Dodgers, how far they can go. If yep. Like, like uh, I said to you off-air – are the Giants in the postseason, if they can beat the Dodgers, can they beat anybody? Are they just already pretty good at beating the Dodgers? And my response was, they can't beat the Astros. I think they definitely can beat the Astros, but I'm just saying, if they beat the Dodgers, they're not an automatic lock no, to beat anybody to else. The Dodgers. But yeah, because Yeah, because they've been forced to beat the Dodgers a lot. A lot. Yeah. But, no, I mean, they definitely can beat the Astros, and they might be better than the Astros. I, I like that the Astros. No. I like the Astros lineup better. Pitching-wise, yeah. the Giants yeah, have the, the edge. Yeah, most likely. But, yeah, it's an interesting thought there that there's a possibility they could knock out the Dodgers just due to familiar familiarity and then, you know, turn around and, you know, not do as well against anybody else they go up against. But, I don't know. It's well, going to be interesting. Also, we're uh, considering maybe doing a live pod sometime in the next week or so, just trying to try new things. And we thank you for listening. And uh, we'll talk at you later. Peace.